gentlemen, start your engines. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us. Sorry about that uh, short delay there. Uh, something happened with the software, but uh, we are live with you tonight. Happy Father's Day, by the way, to everybody watching around the world. You know, I don't know, for me, I'm a father, of course, and I love Father's Day, but I don't really, I don't know. I, I love that my family makes a big deal out of it, but um, I don't know. It's just not like a big day for me. And I don't know. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook, a meme that I posted. It said, um, every restaurant in the world is packed on Mother's Day, but they want us to barbecue on Father's Day. And um I don't know. I don't think it's that fathers get really, uh, you know, the short end of the stick. I, I just don't think fathers are, I don't know. I, I'm, I just, I don't expect anything and I certainly appreciate it, but I, I just don't expect anything. And I, I think mothers have a much uh, bigger role and much more difficult job. So I think they, they just deserve a much bigger day, but uh, you kind of get a little bit fatigued with all these different days, right? Uh, and in our family, because we do, we get together for all the birthdays too. So we've just been through a run of like several birthdays and then it was mother's day and now it's father's day. And now the 4th of July is coming up. I mean, this is all great times uh, to get together, but in any case, uh, happy father's day. I hope you had a great day with your family. A lot to get into tonight in our new segment. Uh, just a quick uh, note to let you know that in 26 minutes, our special guest, Tony Ortega, will be here. Of course, he is a blogger that covers Scientology. We'll be talking all about Scientology tonight at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. I am also told that we have confirmed L.A. Marzulli will be with us next week. I'm very interested to ask L.A. about this whole government disclosure thing. I don't even know if it's happened yet or not because I haven't heard any big news. It was supposed to be announced in June. Maybe I missed it. But we'll ask him what he makes of that. And then in two weeks, I'm told that uh, Paul Begley will be back with us. Pastor Paul Begley, uh, another great guest. And then we're going to be taking off the 4th of July weekend just because it's it's tough to book guests and it's tough to, uh, you know, have our our team work here. So we're going to take off 4th of July weekend, but we'll certainly line up for you uh, a best of. I don't know if you saw this news, but people in Texas are outraged about this. And it is really kind of creepy when you think about it. So you may know that in recent months, Texas has had quite an ordeal with their power supply. Um, you know, I don't know what's going on, but it, it's scary really when you think about how vulnerable our power grid is. Uh, what was a couple weeks ago, uh, the energy secretary uh, said that our power grid is, is susceptible to being hacked 
uh, and brought down with all this hacking going on and ransomware. I mean, I don't know. It, it's scary to think about it. But this story has, has really creeped out and upset a lot of Texans. Apparently, the Texas power companies automatically raised people's thermostat temperatures in recent days because of a, uh, a, a shortage of, of energy. I didn't know they can do that. Now, I have a Wi-Fi thermostat in my house, and I have it because it's a great tool like when you're away and you forget you can, you know, boost the temperature, you know, you're not home all day, you know, move it back up to 78, 80 degrees, you know, something like that. Um, also, it's programmable. So, you know, certain times of the day, we like it cooler than others so we can program it. So I've had it for years and I enjoy it. I had no idea that the power company could actually access my thermostat. And and maybe maybe I'm misunderstanding this story. Maybe something else happened. I know that in Florida, we have some kind of a program where you can get a small discount on your power bill if you agree to be in this program where on occasion you could be uh, subject to a rolling blackout just for a few minutes. And that gives you, by being in that program, you get a, like a little discount off your power bill. I'm not sure if that's exactly what happened. People are claiming that their Wi-Fi thermostats were actually raised by the power company. And we're looking at some major issues too out on the West Coast where they're having historic uh, high temperatures. Uh, again, another drought out on the West Coast. And uh, of course, you know, with that brings the possibility of wildfires and, uh, and, and they're, they're looking at uh, preparing for rolling brownouts uh, over the summer in California as well. So a lot going on. All right. I want to talk about financial, which we don't do enough on this show. I'd like to get back to covering some core financial issues every week as part of our news block. Uh, but if you're not watching, some really incredible and historic things are happening right now in the real estate market. Mortgage rates are dropping again. So, so they hit the historic low, uh, you know, what, just a few weeks back. And then they, they started coming back up again. But now they're dropping again. And they're talking about mortgage rates hitting another historic low. And house prices are absolutely going through the roof, especially in Florida and Texas. And I mentioned this to you on a recent broadcast, how Wall Street hedge funds are actually getting into the market of buying individual homes. And Bloomberg had an article this week where they were talking about the idea that at some point in the future, Americans in large part may not own homes anymore, that the new the new home uh, arrangement will be, I mean, it won't be part of the American dream anymore to own a home. The new kind of standard uh, will be renting, that, that people will rent. You'll rent your individual single family home from a big corporation and you'll pay rent. Uh, rents are going through the roof. The prices of houses are going through the roof. And this is, of course, just going to be exasperated with these now uh, lower mortgage rates that are coming. I am literally, I'm not kidding you, I'm literally watching the price of my home daily now on Zillow. <laughs> it's like, check the stocks, check Bitcoin, check the price of my house. And I am not kidding you, it is insanity. Now, all of this is happening 
Well, we're about to see an end to the moratorium on foreclosures and evictions. So if you're not familiar with that, so what's been happening uh, for many months, I, I think in some cases, as long as a year, people haven't been forced to pay a mortgage payment or a rent payment if they uh, produce certain uh, evidence that they were unemployed or financially in a difficult spot because of COVID. I don't know what all the requirements were. You didn't automatically get this. You had to uh, basically put forth a hardship uh, case uh, with documentation so that you could get this. But um, apparently it's tens of millions of Americans affected by this. So we've got this weird situation, right? Where, for a year now, there's a lot of people that have not worked. They've been able to get unemployment, both state and federal unemployment. And then during that time, uh, they were able to not pay a mortgage or a rent payment. And now the party's over. The unemployment is ending and the uh, forbearance on mortgage uh, payments and rent is ending. And I don't mean to sound crass when I say the party's over. I know a lot of people really did need that help. I'm not suggesting that everyone was simply taking advantage of, of a free ride. But I can tell you this, everywhere I go, there are help wanted signs. I mean, we've got situations where McDonald's is giving away iPhones to people to come to work. You know, we've got starting wages. I was just up at Target yesterday. They've got big signs on the front window. Starting wages, $15 an hour. That's $30,000 a year if you're a full-time worker at Target. That includes benefits too on top of that. I mean, that's more than what a teacher, a starting teacher used to get paid. And that's just for a job at Target. We're hearing about Chipotle paying those kind of wages. Managers at Chipotle getting $100,000 a year. Uh, a recent article I mentioned to you. Um, so opportunities are out there. But nonetheless, uh, all this happening. And then another article I saw today is homelessness is now reaching an all-time high in America as well. So it's kind of weird, right? We've got all these jobs available, but yet we've got all these people that are homeless. And, and again, I, I really do have a heart for the homeless. I, I'm not judging. It, it's just simply just, just unprecedented times that we're living in right now. Amazon Prime Day. Uh, so if you're not familiar with what this is, so it's coming, uh, you know, it's coming up in the next couple of days. This is when Amazon, it's like the second time of the year, other than around Christmas time that they do kind of this big sale. And it's mostly focused on electronics and things like that. Um, what's interesting though, to watch is that Walmart and Best Buy in particular, I also think Target is in on this, but but in particular, Walmart and Best Buy are doing their own sales to kind of rival what's what Amazon Prime is doing. Now, actually, right now, I don't really need anything. I mean, I'm, I, I doubt I'll buy anything. But if you're somebody that's looking for maybe a big screen TV or maybe you're in the market for one of the Amazon devices, I know they have a really big sale going for $80. You can get the 10-inch uh, screen uh, fire uh, tablet, the color fire HD tablet. You can get that for 80 bucks. So there are some great deals to be had. And there's also, you know, competing deals over at Best Buy and over at Walmart. So the way I always suggest people approach this is you don't want to just get in there and just start looking for things to buy. That's kind of dangerous. 
But, you know, if you actually do need something, I mean, maybe you've got a, a need to replace. I, it's always funny, right, saying that someone needs a big screen TV. Man, are we spoiled, right, uh, in America? But, I mean, if you do need to replace a television or you're in the market, you know, for maybe a, a new laptop computer for work or or school, uh, things like that, you're going to see some great uh, you know, really big discounts happening over the next couple of days. So uh, keep your eye on that. Now, I don't know if, if you saw the story. It was national news. There was a tragic accident in South Florida. This was a, a Florida uh, pride parade, a gay pride parade that took place in South Florida. And there was uh, a truck that drove into the parade. Now, early reports were wondering, you know, is this terrorism? Is this hate? You know, is this somebody who wanted to kill uh, gay people? Uh, we even had the local mayor there spoke out, uh, suggesting that this was a hate crime. Uh, then we go over on Twitter, and uh, Twitter has the hashtag uh, trending. Uh, it th they took the name DeSantis, our governor. They changed it to Death Santis. Hashtag Death Santis, which has been trending the last uh, several hours on Twitter. People are blaming DeSantis for this, assuming that it was terrorism or a hate crime. And now we know the truth that the person driving the truck was actually part of the parade. And they themselves are gay. And it was just an accident. Apparently they um, had a problem. Their, their accelerator got stuck or something like that. And uh, it's just a tragedy, um, you know, plain and simple. But it is interesting to see how quickly the left is to jump onto the narrative. Uh, you know, and, and literally right now, uh, last I checked, Death Santis is still trending on Twitter. So Twitter, that's all about the truth and about, you know, monitoring uh, people, you know, spreading lies and, and false information and uh, accusing people falsely of things. They're letting death Santis continue to trend on uh, the Twitter platform. So again, you know, no surprise, uh, just a tragedy. And then again, you know, here we go again, bringing the issue of sexuality front and center to young children. We, we don't need this, you know, let kids be kids. Uh, Sesame street will be in introducing a family on their show this week uh, featuring two gay dads. Uh, so that's what your kids are going to be uh, seeing on Sesame Street this week. I don't know if kids watch Sesame Street anymore. I grew up watching and I love Sesame Street. Just why has everything gotten so sexual and political? You know, what happened to just Big Bird and the Cookie Monster and um, Oscar the Grouch, right? Uh, Ernie and Bert. I mean, we've, now we've got to get into the gay issue on Sesame Street. Um this story, it's uh, a little bit confusing to me, but one that you need to know about, especially if you're planning to travel, American Airlines over the weekend has had to cut uh, quite a few flights uh, to avoid what they're calling a, a potential strain on their system. Now, the reports explaining this, I thought, well, maybe there was, I don't know, a computer failure or something that caused all these flights to be canceled. No. These flights were canceled, apparently, uh, because of uh, a shortage of employees that called in sick and also maintenance issues with some of the uh, airplanes. I don't know, it just seems weird to me. I mean, 
This is American Airlines. I don't know. Um, maybe they're just short of workers. I, I was telling my wife, I mean, that might be a job for somebody. If you're looking for work, uh, maybe American Airlines is a place to look for a job. If you're, you know, somebody that's looking to work and not all those jobs involve travel. I know a lot of, you know, if you love travel, great, but a lot of those jobs, like, you know, working behind the counter at the airport or even uh, working as a baggage handler or working in the offices, there's a lot of jobs within the airline, um, you know, industry that don't require you to actually travel if you're someone that doesn't like to travel. Um, but I'm sure those jobs might be available as well. But imagine that, that, uh, uh, and, and I think part of this is just honestly, so many people are back to traveling now. So we've got the airlines that, that scaled back, scaled back, scaled back over the past year because of COVID. And now we're talking about a record breaking summer of travel. And uh, maybe they're just they they're, they don't have the people in place and the uh, procedures in place to deal with this higher volume. You know, speaking of travel, the first cruise ship in over a year left the port of Miami uh, over the weekend. So it looks like the uh, cruise industry is back in business. I don't know. I I like cruises. I, I used to like them. Um, once, I mean, even before COVID, there were all these outbreaks and things happening and, uh, cruises have kind of become in my view, like the lowest common denominator in travel. And I don't know, I, I, I don't have a big appetite to go on cruises anymore. Um, we had a wonderful family cruise a few years ago. My mother-in-law, uh, got the entire extended family. Uh, all of her adult children, spouses, grandchildren, I think there was about 25 of us. And we all went on a one week Disney cruise and it was really great. And, you know, prior to that, maybe I was on 20 different cruises, um, but they've just become, I don't know, these stories we hear from uh, the International Cruise Victims uh, organization, which by the way, if my producer's listening in the other room, let's get the cruise victims people back, uh, with the cruise cruising, starting and all that good time to remind people of the crimes on cruise ships. But I'm interested to hear from you. Uh, send me an email, Jim at christianmoney.com. Are you, uh, looking to get back into cruising? I know some people, they just love, they love the cruises and, um, I, I know it's all inclusive and, you can just kind of get on the ship and you get all these different stops at different ports. But I don't know. I, I just, I'm not ready to get back on a cruise ship. Maybe never, may, maybe I'll never do it again. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, uh, the cruise industry appears to be uh, raring to go in the first ship uh, leaving Miami in over a year uh, today. This story also, no surprise, skyrocketing crime uh, is causing woke cities that defunded their police to refund their police. Uh, I shouldn't be laughing because this is serious. I read an article over the, the past couple of days about what's happening in Seattle. Seattle is losing a record number of uh, officers in their police department. In particular, I guess they recently had more than 50 police officers resign from their tactical riot uh, team. Uh, so how that works is you can be a police officer and then it's optional to be on the riot squad. 
Um, you get special training and then that's something extra you can do for extra money. Uh, and they've lost a lot of those, um, officers. And you know what, this is not an environment where police are being treated fairly respected or appreciated. And, and I'm not surprised. I mean, uh, the police officers that are near retirement would want to just kind of press the button and take advantage of, of an early retirement. Uh, I mean, or just simply transfer out of a big city like Seattle and maybe move to a small town somewhere and, you know, make the same kind of money and just have a, a simpler life without any headaches. Uh, but that's uh, going on. And, and this summer we're seeing just record crime and problems. I guess Chicago, downtown Chicago is has reopened. That was in the news today that pretty much downtown Chicago is is back in business. But at the same time, um, the crime has, has, has spiked back again as well. Uh, if you remember before COVID, uh, we were looking at, I mean, Chicago being a literal war zone and it had spread not just from, it wasn't just the South side of Chicago anymore, the poorer neighborhoods, it had spread into downtown and then COVID hit. And then, you know, we had the, the shutdown and the lockdown and all of that. Uh, now that uh, these big cities are opening back up again, like Chicago, uh, we kind of pick up where we left off, right? With the crime. And uh, we're looking at record crime that's expected over the summer in cities like Chicago. All right, let me tell you about uh, something that happened to me on, uh, this was yesterday on Saturday. So there's a little uh, app that I have subscribed to. Maybe five years I've subscribed to it. You may have heard of it. It's called Hootsuite, H-O-O-T, Suite, S-U-I-T-E, Hootsuite. They've got a little owl as part of their logo. So it's kind of a cool little app, which allows me to do what's called cross posting on social media. So if I'm on my phone and I see a story that I'm interested in sharing, instead of having to share it to all three of my different Facebook pages and then separately share it to Twitter uh, or Instagram, I can just like share them all together with one click, which is really cool. There are several other apps that do this, but I kind of liked Hootsuite, at least until what happened yesterday. So all of a sudden, I, I see uh, an alert on my phone that I got charged for my Hootsuite subscription, which was for years $14.95 a month. So it's just a business expense, not much. I just put it into my business expenses. So I got hit with a charge for $75. $75. So my first thought was, okay, this can't be right. There's a mistake. So I go online and I type in, Hootsuite and all of a sudden, boom, like apparently this company has decided to raise their rates uh, by 500% or more on many of their subscription plans for their apps. I mentioned this to you, whether or not you are a, you know, a user of Hootsuite, maybe some of you are, um, but wow, I mean, talk about insanity to raise rates by 500% or more on your existing customers. And apparently they like notified by email and then boom, you got hit with this, this higher charge. And apparently it's justified by them because of all these new things they're offering and it's much better and et cetera, et cetera. But you know, wow, the, the lesson here is this, watch your checking account, watch your credit card statements, because these companies are just, I mean, on hinge to be able to step in and boom, 
<laughs> hit you with five times what you're normally paying. Uh, I'm glad I, I, I caught it right off the bat. I sent in my cancellation and asked for a refund and uh, disputing it with my credit card company. So all that. But, uh, you know, you just think coming out of this <laughs> coming out of this covid shutdown and slowdown and so many companies have had to get financial aid from from the small business administration and all that that uh hey let's raise prices by 500 percent uh i i can't imagine the the uh, corporate meeting where that was considered to be a good idea uh but you know a lot of these companies they bank on the fact that people do not closely watch their checkbooks and their credit card accounts and they can just do these large increases and maybe you'll never notice. All right. And then this in uh, one of my favorite people of all time, sarcasm intended, Don Lemon was quoted uh, over the weekend saying this. He says, Americans don't see black people as human beings, proclaims U.S. is a racist nation. And, you know, the problem with people like Don Lemon is when you engage in hyperbole, Yes. Are there still race problems in this country? Yes, no doubt. Have we come a long way? Absolutely. When you make blanket statements like this, you really hurt both the cause of race relations as well as, you know, your credibility as as a news guy. I mean, to literally paint the entire nation as racist uh, and to not in any way um, concede that there's been improvements uh, I, I mean, it, it's it hurts race relations. It also really just hurts the cause where what we need to do is we need to come together. We need to focus on these these situations where minorities are being treated poorly. And, and we need we need to put full light of day on those and we need to work to improve those situations. But to simply just say the entire country is racist and black people are not viewed as human beings. Uh, it just, it, it's not credible and it hurts uh, his credibility and it certainly hurts the cause as well. All right, we're going to take a one minute break. We'll refire the open. When we come back, our good friend Tony Ortega is here. A lot to talk about on the topic of Scientology. Stand by. We'll be back in one minute.